I cracked the window, so when I shot out at her ass, I wouldn't bust my window. <laughs> Bitch, I am experienced. <laughs> I, I was gonna shoot her because she was walking up to my car. <laughs> Not because she called me a nigga. I don't care about that. Words don't hurt me. Walking into your car, you know. That's, di- that's different. Yeah, that Get shit. my dick sucked in the pool. <laughs> Jacuzzi. No, the pool. The pool. Legit jacuzzi too hot. I can't do the jacuzzi. <laughs> Nigga, flaccid in the jacuzzi. Can't do the jacuzzi. <laughs> People gonna think we gay. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Nobody asked you who you had your money on. Let's go. What's up? What's up? This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real raw. Authentic conversation. To the left of me, we have the prolific, the outstanding, the talented Jess. Tell them what's up, Jess. Hi, y'all. <laughs> and to the far left of me, y'all, we have the weirdo, the amazing, the talented, the, King, the gifted. They need to see me. <laughs> the podcaster, formerly known as T. Tell them what's up, man. Hello. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm feeling well. I'm feeling well. I feel pretty. Your ass ain't itching in them leather pants? No, my ass not itching in these leather pants. No. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't come with your ass cheeks out, brother. I thought about doing I'm the so chat. You was you was channeling your inner homosexual on that intro when <laughs> I seen what you was doing. I seen a little pop of the tongue. <laughs> oh. I'm not the one in the prince. Outfit. Hey, brother. With slave on his head. It's flavor. <laughs> it's flavor right here. Purple, nigga. Purple rain Prince, bullets, Prince. though. Prince yeah, I'm was a gangster. Prince. <laughs> Prince was actually a gangster for real, though. But do y'all know why I'm doing this, though? Oh, we got Jess in the building. You know, I need to come in in uniform if I'm gonna do some shit. Oh lord. Yeah, I need to come in uniform if I'm gonna do anything. I need to come in uniform. Last time we did this podcast, the second podcast we done done with Jess, by the way. <clears throat> she challenged me to a singing contest. Well, I don't know. Maybe I challenged her. Either way. You definitely challenged me. <laughs> Either way, we're here now. <laughs> and I had to make sure I came proper. So, you it's know. okay. I did my vocal warm-ups. I got my money on uh, Jess. I ain't gonna lie. Nobody asked you. You had your money. It's no one. It's nobody. Literally, nobody asked you who you had your money on. Please stop flipping this. <laughs> People gonna think we gay. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> nobody asked you who you had your money on. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm ready for this. You want to go first? Rookies go first. <clears throat> so I need to go first, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, you called me out, so. Okay. Okay. Can you zoom in on me, King? Oh, good. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. To you, happy birthday to you. Throw me some hand claps in there, Ken. Who fucking birthday is it? You, you didn't hear me tell him. <laughs> I said you, clear left. I didn't say you. I said you. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, come on now. I'm a little intimidated now. You, you fucking should be. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little vibrato. Yeah, yeah. You see the way I changed mid. Yeah, it was the way you were. Yeah. You've been practicing. I have. I see. I see. I'm fucking weak. Wow. Your turn. Come on now. And y'all got to be honest with her. Get, leave it in the comments. Let her know the truth. Should I just like do the same song so that way like... Hey, you, you know? just, okay, if you want to be a copycat, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I mean, you should stand <laughs> I guess it's only right that I just raised that bar. So I can't, can't really go any higher okay. than the floor. Fuck, you got me um. sweating over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you finna do awesome. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, I need to find my note. <clears throat> I'm a little nervous and shaky. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Don't give enough. You better not give enough fucking hands. Don't give enough fuck. I was trying to get you to put the camera on me to show my reaction, King. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't hear myself. I didn't know if that was. Okay. You did okay. Oh, you did okay. Anyway, let's move on to the podcast. You said what? Am I going to Hollywood? I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> let's move on through the podcast. Anyway, um, listen. We're glad to have you here. Actually, you did a great job, and you know, um, we all know you can sing great. And we had a conversation off camera. About your performance that I show, you performed at our live show. I did. And I you did. killed it at the live show. Thank you killed you. it. I ain't gonna lie. You made me, you know, you made me do some reckless shit. <laughs> like what you what? do, man? You remember the song you sung? Yes. What was the song you sung? I did, um, I covered At Your Best. At Your Aaliyah. Best. Uh huh. Yeah. You made me go, um, did you go reconcile with him? You know, I didn't go reconcile. I just went and nutted in something. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is amazing. <laughs> I just, wow. I thought he was going to say some other what, shit. What about that song led you to that? Was hey. it the lyrics? Was it the touching? I don't know. Was it was were they just <laughs> it <was> stimulating? <laughs> it just felt right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was, it, was it love? It may be. You killed it. Then you had the guitar you was on stage. I was like, oh Man, shit. That. I think the white boy was trying to sabotage you. Yeah. You know, and that... Fucking cracker, man. (laughs) Hate them. That was really frustrating. That was really frustrating. I had like two, three... I actually had like three guitars with me. Mm. But when that started happening, I was just like, no, no. No, no, just Jesus take the wheel. And then his his guitar wasn't even tuned. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to stand there for like an extra five minutes, like trying to tune it for the, I was right. just like, you know, we just gonna have to let Jesus take the wheel on this. So with even so. with all the complications you still pulled through. I had no choice. But yeah. I would have yeah. folded like a lawn chair. Yeah, I feel like I folded. I wouldn't yeah, have I'm good. Prince. I would T, the f- artist or the podcast formerly known as T. So I wouldn't have folded. I don't fucking fold. I don't yeah. bend over folds. Go. Not even with that happy birthday song. Nah, I didn't. Okay. I did a great job on that on that song. No, I mean you are entitled to feel that way about yourself. What do, what do y'all think if you had to just ask yourselves? Well, you know, you had to rate me on that song. 
what y'all would say. For a regular nigga, I'll give you a five. For a regular nigga, five? Um, I don't really like to rate people. You know, everybody has their own sound. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, my, my sound is unique, right? It's like a mixture of Sam Cooke, Drake. It's definitely your sound. So. Okay. Hey, amen. <laughs> There's nobody. <laughs> nobody. That's amen. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> amen. Nobody. <laughs> no fucking body. Unique. <laughs> You. you heard it here first. Yeah, you gotta have an acquired taste for your shit. I, I, I give you like, what you give me? You gave me. I didn't. I didn't rate you give me nothing. Well, I won't rate you either. <laughs> Black people hating on each other. <laughs> but ain't that high beat though in real life? <laughs> Motherfucker can't give nobody their props. I actually yeah. used to hate when people would ask me that. People really used to ask me, hey, like, do you think I could sing? And I'm just like, uh, don't ask me that. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not the person to ask. You got to tell them the truth. People been telling me my whole life I can sing, though. My mama said I had a voice of an angel. I guess one of the things only a voice a mama could love. I don't know. I think you actually can sing certain songs, though, for real, for real. Some yeah. real shit you can sing. You coming on to me, Scott? You coming on to me? No, I'm not, T. Uh, <laughs> don't start this gay shit. Really, <laughs> I just asking. It's really getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> I was asking. Because it seemed like you. I'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I, you I, oh, we, can, we can fight. Oh. I will snatch that wig off my fucking head. <laughs> what? Shit, he break out easy, too. I can't wait to wake up in the morning. The whole side of his face swollen oh. up because of that fucking wig. Oh my gosh, you do. I do break out easy. <laughs> yeah, his wig gonna kill me. I don't care if it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. I'm enjoying every minute of this. Yeah, so I, we noticed we talked about it on the first podcast, and people that probably never see that because it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. But we did talk about it on the first podcast that we did that you are actually right now in the process of finding yourself, finding your sound. Find, well, maybe not your sound, but just like who you are as an artist and what you want to do. Are you still on that journey since then? Very much so. I am in the thick of it. Mm. I am in the deepest, I'm in the trenches of it, yeah. actually. Um, I am in like a whole like season of like, I don't even know how to define it, mm. but not even just trying to like find myself as an artist, like as a person. As a person. Um, I'm learning that I'm kind of in a season like isolation right now mm. and I'm accepting that. Um, so I'm really just trying to work on myself and my own patterns and my own everything so that we, when it comes time for me to start like actually putting out music and all this stuff like that, like I am prepared and I'm mm. ready and I can give all that I got. Um, so it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. Is it one of those things where you got to, um, commit to isolation in order to like um um uh, find like your true creativity yes yeah. yes it's one of those things where i have to like actively choose to like i have to be aware that that's not my time like mm. this is not my time this is not my season this is not my moment and you know i just got to support those that are in their season mm. and show up for those that are in their season the best way that i know how yeah um and just kind of Show up and just serve as needed, mm. and mm. just kind of learn from that because there's a lot of a lot of work I gotta do. Yeah, I think is it's just it's so important to have that selfish mentality as a creator. Yeah. Like, and people don't understand that uh, we have conversations. Me and Sco all the time is like, do we gotta create our heaven on earth? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm sick of this. Like it's always when I get to heaven. Listen, I'm I'm religious as well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we gonna get there too. Yeah. But while we here, let's create our heaven on earth, man, and let's do it by 
almost any means, as long as it doesn't compromise your own personal principles, whatever that may be. So, I mean, I completely understand that. I guess where where I'm at Mm. is that I am wanting to make sure, because I'm very big on my faith, too. um, I want to make sure I'm fulfilling God's purpose and not my own. Mm. Um, His will, not my own. Mm. So... I don't want to run myself to the ground trying to do something that I mm-hmm. want to do um, or that I think I should be doing because I've seen what happens when you step out of alignment and you try to run towards something that you think that you want and there's a reason why you're not supposed to have it or why you're not supposed to have it in the season that you want to have it. Um, and so for me, I try to not strive for things that I know is just not my time or that I just don't even need. I really just kind of want to be like, God, whatever it is that you want for me, like, that's what I want. Because mm-hmm. I know whatever that is, is going to be better than what I could actually imagine for myself. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know? Because you, yeah, yeah. you love me. How, how do you know? <laughs> what do you mean? How, how, do how do you know, like, what God wants for you? You have to ask. Sure. You know, how do you, how do you ask? How do you ask? You just ask. You just ask. Right, you know, that. Like, hey, nigga. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, <laughs> I mean, I don't say that, but the way that I understand God is that, you know, he accepts us as, you know, right. loves you us as we are, like, you know, the way he created us and everything. And so there is no specific way that he needs us to pray or anything like there. We don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily get on our knees and mm-hmm. put our hands together. We could just sit here and be like, God, listen, I don't know what I'm doing right now with my mm-hmm. life. So if you could just give me a little bit of direction, please, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. And he hears that. He hears that. Like, pray, like, just, just how you would normally talk. Like, how you are as a person. Like, that's how he wants you. As authentic as you can be. Not the way, like, you think or the way we're, we're taught mm-hmm. um, to, to show up. So, I had to learn that, too. I, I thought that, you know, my prayers didn't count if mm-hmm. I wasn't out here lighting candles and had the Bible in front of me with my beads. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. Like, I would just be in my car and be like, whoo, wow, Jesus, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, mm-hmm. whenever you want to step in, please. And then there you go. To say to say you growing into your power, because you do know we all have power, right? Um, I am learning about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've really stepped into it or tapped into it yet. Yeah. But I'm learning about it. The divine power that comes from God, like yes, we all have it. Yes, I'm learning about it. I'm really having to like rework some of the habits that I've developed and the patterns that I've developed over these years, and try to like reverse them. Because they are very unhealthy, and they're actually preventing me from moving forward in my what, life. What's some of those things? Um, comfortability. Mm. I am very much tied to comfortability. Is I, there another word for that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what word do you think? Lazy. Lazy. Um, you could say lazy. Yeah. You, you could call it that, in a sense. Yeah. Because you know that's what we do as black people, though. You know, we we tend to pad things. Well, you could call it lazy. You could call it fear. You could call it shame. You could call it a lot of different things. Yeah. So I just put it all under the umbrella of comfortability. Comfortability. Um, for me, I don't like being uncomfortable because I, like, attach discomfort to being, you know, unsafe. And just things and not being in control. And I don't like that. Mm. So if I can't control or if I don't know every detail that's going on, I won't do it. Um, I don't like it. I won't be a part of it. And I will stay far away from it with no explanation or nothing. I will go ghost. Yeah. Um, and that was the big part of the reason why I didn't I wasn't taking a lot of performances because I wasn't comfortable. I 
didn't think that I had everything that I should have mm-hmm. um, to show up for that show rather than just coming with what I had, you know, or just putting in that work to get there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so it would hinder the way I show up in a lot of my friendships um, and at my job. It was, it was showing up everywhere mm-hmm. and just my lifestyle as a whole. Like, I wouldn't even want to wake up on time. I wouldn't want to like have an actual healthy routine yeah. because I didn't want to have to go through the discomfort. Like even with working out, I don't want to feel the burn. I don't want to feel the pain. So don't I can't even, <laughs> I can't even consistently keep up a workout routine. Yeah. You are terrible. Wait, don't be hated. You're fucking terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm an innocent bystander. <laughs> Motherfucker, that's what your body built for to move. Why are you having such a problem with it right now? It's okay. I had the same problem too. That is your problem. Oh, it definitely is. Trust me. Oh my gosh. That's that's pretty much what it was. I just I don't like being uncomfortable. So the minute I feel uncomfortable, I'm like I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm always I'm biggest critic of myself. I'm really always hard on myself. Yes. Like you motherfucker, look at you. You just being lazy. Uh, You just fucking. Bad and just like <laughs> look at you, like you could, you could, you know, like oh, what, what? I just had growing on me. <laughs> you could just, you could do better, but you yeah. don't. You know your power, you know your ability. Why not step into it? Why not move? You can do whatever you want to. And that played a part in the performance at the sh- at the live show. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was overthinking everything, super critical about everything. I did not feel prepared for the show at all. Mm. I was stressing about that show for like two, three weeks. Since the day y'all asked yeah. me. Really? Mm. Yes. I stress about every show. Mm. Every show. Because, um, you know, a lot of people know me for doing covers. Mm. And I know there are people that are asking me, like, when, when's the, when's the, so, when's the music? Mm. So I'm thinking every time I perform, everybody's going to expect that right. out of me. But a lot of times, nobody expects that. Some people just want, just want to hear me. Yeah. You know? And they so, that's the expectation that I placed on myself. Mm. So, if I'm not living up to that expectation, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm already thinking I'm failing. Yeah. And so, I'm over here trying to, I picked that song. Like, I went, I picked between like two, three different songs. I hadn't played my guitar in a long time, so I was trying to get back in the groove of practicing. My fingers were sore. It was not working out right. It was just everything. Like, the guitars were out of tune. The strings were old. Mm. It was just so much. And then when I got there, the whole sound mm. thing was, it mm-hmm. threw me off. And yeah. I was just, I was very much defeated by that performance. <laughs> I felt defeated. But you really overcame all that shit. I had no choice, really. And so, a lot of times when I have performances, I'm actually terrified. Very much terrified. I don't like people. I don't like to talk to people. I like to be by myself. That's why, if y'all didn't notice, I was sitting at the very, very back mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to talk. I get very anxious. I shake the mm-hmm. whole nine. And then when it comes time and y'all say my name, I'm just like, all right, here we go. I have no choice, you know. So I just have to get up there and do what I know how to do and just hope that it goes well. And that's pretty much what happened. How do you, uh, I want to ask you, how do you get to your creative space? Like, for me, I notice. I have to unplug from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I have to screen certain calls because I can't hear what you're going through right now because they're going to fuck up my thought process for what I got going on. So how do you get to your uh, creative process? It's been a minute since I've actually been intentional about getting in a creative space. When I was younger, I used to make time for it all the time. And, and 
really it wasn't me making time. Like, I didn't think about it as me making time. But I would just go home and be in my room and just be playing my guitar for like an hour or two. Um, I'd write. I I didn't really have an end goal. I would just kind of do it and just enjoy it and have fun with it. And I, I guess that's kind of how I get into my creative space. I don't really try to go in with the goal or I don't try to set an expectation or anything. I try to just let it flow because yeah. if I go in with an expectation or what I think something should sound or whatever and it doesn't sound like that then i'm like oh crap this don't sound like this and then i want to quit and give up rather than just going in and just kind of letting it be what it is whatever it is and then just accepting it as that um so that's that's pretty much my, my creative space is just kind of keeping it open so how you get to yours uh podcast of formerly known as t uh, I'm, shit, you know i'm just pure creativity i'm gonna be honest with you if i'm being honest like that shit just hit me randomly like, I just get that shit in spurts every day. Every, like, damn near at least once an hour, something hit me. Like, oh, shit. And you be yeah. intentional about and, recording and, that and thought. In that moment, like, let me jump on this. Like, oh, this is this is a moment. I mean, you've literally seen it as we on the phone. We talking about something. Boom. Oh, shit, I need to write that down. Let me go ahead and put that in my notes real quick. Yeah. Yeah, like, all the time I think of ideas and concepts and, and how I can structure something or what could be different, what could be better. Yeah. That's just the way my mind works anyway. Sometimes I do that. Like, when I'm driving. Um, there are times I'll drive and I won't, ha I won't be playing any music. I'll be writing in just yeah. straight silence. Yeah. I actually prefer to drive like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, yes, 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 yes. And sometimes I'll just be humming or something and I'll have like an idea or like a song idea that come to my mind or if I'm in the shower. Um, those are like the one or two like main times that where it happens. And I have voice memos of like little melodies or something that I come up with. I have some like songs, like half written songs in my phone like even at my apartment i have like those little scraps of paper like in the movie the five heartbeats mm. with the yeah i yeah. have those little sheets of paper all over yeah. like i just tried to jot it down when i can and then yeah you had a uh song that you was gonna perform at first right because I, I seen well maybe that was just something you was posting on um uh, on social media prior yeah. to it yeah so so that you had no intentions of uh, doing that song actually i did uh -huh. but i didn't <laughs> that's where I started to get into my head and started overthinking. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would enjoy that song. Uh, I liked it. What was the lyrics behind that? I, it's because it's leaving me right now. It was something that you said in in a snippet that you put on uh, on social media. Do you um, remember? It was the "Don't come my way." That's it. Mm. You went here for love, don't you dare stay. That's what I was like, but I said that too, and I actually said it to somebody. I took it as my own. I hope you don't mind. I took it as my own. I said it to somebody, and I put bitch at the end of it, though. <laughs> well, it wasn't my song, so I mean... By oh, it wasn't your song? No. Whose song is that? Uh, that's Sabrina Claudio. Oh, shit. My bad, Sabrina. <laughs> Belong to you. I thought that was your shit. No, the whole time. no, no, no. You texted it to somebody, or you said it to somebody? I said it to somebody. I said, don't come my way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just had me in the mood that day, you know. Yeah. It put you in that mood. Yeah, it put me in the mood, man. You want to perform at your love too? Um, I don't even know what that is. The song that I performed. Oh well, you know, listen, I you know I told you I nutted something. That's not okay. a story. Well, but y'all probably wondering why I had a slave on my face. None of y'all never asked me why I got it on my face. Honestly, I was just gonna let you do you. You just gonna let me do I my was thing. Let you live your life. That's how my mama do. Why all black women just let me do me? <laughs> that shit crazy. Like, this will be great. This motherfucker yes. is off his. Whatever great looks like. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker is tilted. It's <laughs> another way of saying slow. <laughs> It's how the tape. Oh, you can see the tape. Fuck. That's that's my that's what they call that shit with the wigs. That's my closure. 
<laughs> motherfucker showing. Fuck. <laughs> no, because like, listen, I think I think Prince was a, ahead of his time. That's why I chose Prince. Partly, to, you know, to compete with you, I had to an- channel my inner Prince. Mm-hmm. But also, I just feel like Prince was ahead of his time. You know, the idea that this man already understood that we were still experiencing a form of slavery. You know, I think any time as, as creatives, as actual light beings, as people who are of light, right? Anytime when we're stifled from doing the thing that we want to do, and all things is art. Everything is art. You know, everything, literally everything is art. And when we're in this moment and we're trying to like, we, we, we're trying to get this together, we're trying to do whatever we're trying to do in that moment, but we have somebody that's blocking us from doing it. Or, oh, you can't put that song out. Oh, you can't, you shouldn't say that in that way. Or you shouldn't express yourself like that. Like, in a sense, it's like we're enslaved to that person. You know, and I think it, it goes on so many levels of why Prince done the things that he done. And I think it's symbolic for, it's, it's something everybody should pay attention to. It's something that we all, as, as creatives, as just people in general, as black people specifically, that we should pay attention to. Because we still haven't broke free. We're fairly young people. Black people, black Americans. We don't have any culture. We're currently creating our culture. And that's the problem. Because the culture that we're creating stems from a couple generations back, right? And a couple generations back, or generations up until now, it's been a lot of trauma. So all our culture is rooted in trauma. Kendrick Lamar just dropped the album, you know. The culture, the, well, he dropped the song. That's the heart. You know, he don't never put them on an album, but it's the song where he did the little face changes and shit like that. Bro, we call culture like, oh, that's the culture. Oh, we see Will Smack, uh, Chris Rock. Oh, you can't blame, we we turned the Oscars or whatever the shit was into the black people, whatever, whatever, into the barbecue. Like, what? No. Your uncle was fighting your other uncle because of... He knew that that uncle was a fucked up nigga. He was touching other kids or he was doing bullshit. Like, that's why he was, that's why he don't like, because your cousin was fighting your uncle because he did some fucked up shit to him, stole his money from him. It's all rooted in trauma. Yeah. And I think Prince was on to something with his thinking, his his, his frequency, his line of thinking. I think Prince was a fucked up person too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all though? Uh, Prince sought out his wife when she she was 16 years old. He, He was writing her a Poetic notes at 17. Listen, listen. Aren't we all fucked up, though? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, we are. Aren't we all <laughs> fucked up, though? <laughs> like, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, aren't we all fucked up? I think it's levels to that shit, though. Talk to me. Like, I'm fucked up in a way of sometimes I can just be, like, super lazy. Or not just believing in myself sometimes. Mm. Like, really doubting myself sometimes. I'm fucked up in that way. But goddamn praying on kids and shit like that, that's a new, that's on a whole new spectrum right there. I mean, yeah. Like, it's, it's a really hard conversation because <laughs> I've actually been listening to um, this, like, poet, author, Pat mm. Jackie Hoperi and whatnot, and she, and she talks about, you know, stuff like that, and she, she pretty much touches on how you know, we focus on a lot of different, um, I'll use the word sins, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and how we, you know, we'll, we'll point fingers and point it out on what's what and what's what's wrong and what's right and the judgments that we make and stuff like that. But the reality is, is that it all falls under the same thing. 
Um, hey man, one is not greater than the other, um, and so I think there's a reason why we aren't really supposed to judge each other because we don't. There's only so much that we know as mm-hmm. human beings. Mm-hmm. We're very fickle. We will always, you know, we're imperfect and we're always going to fail somehow, right. some kind of way. It's nuances to it, and that's why I was going to crush you. Just save you, Scott. <laughs> That's going to crush you. It's nuances to it. Okay. And you got to understand the nuances to certain things. I don't know the details about him uh, yeah, hitting, up a, hitting up a, a yeah. 16-year-old doing any of that. But, it's, but, it's, yeah. but regardless of that, it's nuances because social, they're, they're, in his time, they may have been socially acceptable. Right. It's nuances to certain right. things. And you got to understand, like, we demonize these people or we demonize most people for the things that, and that's why I say, like, it's all. It's the thing when you point. It's all. It's the three fingers right back at you. Like look at yourself, or you know, live in your own home. Now there are things that uh, they, that align with my principles that I just cannot accept. Right. That don't that don't align with my principles that I just cannot accept. Yeah. Child molestation. Yeah. You know, it's That's just that don't align with my yeah. principles, so I can't accept that. Right. But you know, it's so many nuances to certain things, and so many lies that we live. Just a couple of years ago, just to say the word faggot. Oh, they gonna keep me for that one. Yeah, yeah. Gonna keep it too. Henry said it like seven times. Yeah, like faggot, 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 faggot. <laughs> just the just that word alone, it would have been bad. I mean, it would have been okay, nigger. Just that word alone, it would have been okay a couple years ago. Motherfucker, call you a nigger. Oh yeah, for sure. I've been sure. It was very uncomfortable. I did not anticipate that moment. <laughs> <laughs> hard R. Yeah, hard. R. I just had a motherfucker call me a nigger last night. Really? Yeah, white lady. It was in I was turning. This dumb bitch, she a fuse a fiend though. She jumped back at the car. <laughs> she was like, uh, nigger. Uh, one of them. She was, I went in her right mind. She went in her right mind. <laughs> but bitch, I'm dangerous. Yeah. I fucking shoot time. you in the face. Like, and you you had a guy look close to my car, Woodle. She was a fiend, just walking across the street. And I'm like, ah, bitch, move. Like, go, go. If you're going to go, go. She said, walked up to my car. Nigga. <laughs> I sat right there at the car. I cracked the window. So when I shot out at her ass, I wouldn't bust my window. <laughs> bitch, I am experienced. <laughs> I mean, one thing I learned, like, when we see people, like, act that way and do the things that they do that we don't always agree with that don't line up with the things that we believe in um for me it i, I understand is it all has to come from somewhere um somebody's experience what they didn't experience what they should have experienced what they couldn't have experienced all of that like it all plays a part in that and i think that's where grace comes into play um because we all get grace every day there's new mm-hmm. grace every day grace that we don't deserve and Mm -hmm. we don't really earn it's just given to us um and so with that it's easy to want somebody to receive the consequences for the things that they've done unless it's us Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we want grace then we want you know some type of past some type of like oh well i didn't really you know so Mm -hmm. whenever i hear people you know, say things like that or respond that way. Don't get me wrong. It is very hard and very trying. So I don't knock you for, for whatever response you had. Mm. I, I was going to shoot her because she was walking up to my car. 
<laughs> not because she called me a nigga. I don't care about that. Words don't hurt me. She walking into your car, you know. That's, di- that's different. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I, I completely understand, you know, <laughs> that level of defense and protection. I, trust me. Oh, especially listen. in this day and age. Oh, hell, like, you fucking right. We go far. Yeah. We go far. We go. Very far. You fucking, you fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch me, I'm laying you down. Okay, <laughs> like don't touch me. You can do whatever you want to. You can nigga, nigga, motherfucker. Yeah. That that don't bother me. But don't touch me. This ain't fucking 1890. I'm doing this for my ancestors. See, when it happened to me, it was like a group of like white men, and I mean like oh, yeah. hardcore, like southern redneck white mm-hmm. men, like me. And <laughs> Where were you? Arkansas. So, uh, no, it was here in Murfreesboro. Oh, it was here in Murfreesboro. It was at the Shell gas station right mm-hmm. by right by campus, right by campus crossings. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So me, me and my boyfriend, like we were, this was years back, we weren't even dating then. Um, we were in my car, we went to get gas, and we both got out of the car, and all of a sudden, we literally just hear, and it, we just hear, White power kill all niggers. Why all like that's mm, literally what they said. Just and they were in their truck and they were driving off. Gotcha. And we were just standing and looking because we were literally the only. It was like eight o'clock at night. Like we were the only two black people. It's out the perfect there. time for the new. Right. Mm. And so there was actually a white guy on the other side of the pump, mm. <laughs> and he just like leaned over and was like, "I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so sorry." We were just standing there like. Really I would say no fuck that yeah. You gotta pay for the sins of the motherfuckers <laughs> Get your ass over here <laughs> If you sorry let me punch you in the face <laughs> you that, sorry. I, that was my first time actually have like Hearing somebody say it And then saying it directly like yeah. to me yeah. So I kind of just stood there And was just like uh I was very dumbfounded Yeah, No it's hurtful It's hurtful I love it and it's low level thinking It's low it's low vibrations And we shouldn't enter, we should never entertain that yeah. As I said only time I you, you know just don't come into my bubble Don't don't come into my bubble But I don't I don't indulge in low level thinking I don't indulge in low level conversations yeah. like that Yeah we didn't like think to say anything Because they, one they were in their truck driving away So mm. it was like it w- It'd be different if y'all were Right there, yeah, standing in the yeah. parking lot, like coming towards us. So yeah. it's so hard to like dodge low level shit sometimes, though. Like, yeah, I was getting out the car yesterday, and I just seen another black dude like me. He just got a mug on his face in my direction for no reason. I'm just thinking, like, why the fuck we be on that shit with each other? Yeah, you know. But it's just like T said, it's just low level shit, and you got to stay away from low level shit. You walk with your own atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, shit. It it is definitely hard to avoid it, but I think it's it's all in life. We all make choices and shit. We make the choices. I really think that we are truly in control of our own of our own destiny. I do also, but it's, and this may sound contradictory, but I feel like we all everything is already written, but we're also in control of our own past as well, though. Yeah, there is a thing of free will. Yeah, so it's like. You know, you choose the direction in which way you want to go. And I think it's up to us in that moment to not entertain that. And also just be fucking great. Create our heaven on earth. We can truly do that. And I think we as black people don't understand it anymore. As melanated people, we just do not understand that we can create our own heaven on earth. Whatever that look like. It doesn't have to be material shit either, though. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays it, it is material. With most people and their mentality. A lot of people. I do want a Rolls Royce. I want some shit, though. See. Big ass house. <laughs> I deserve that. I want an AMG. Yeah. <laughs> I want a lot of land. Yeah. yeah. Four wheelers, all that get shit. Get my dick sucked in the pool. 
In the jacuzzi. No, the pool. In the pool. The jacuzzi too hot. The jacuzzi too hot. I can't do the jacuzzi. Nigga flaccid in the jacuzzi. Can't do the jacuzzi. Wake up, clap your hands. Dick sucker. She come in the room. Make sure she white. Because I don't disrespect the sisters. I don't disrespect the sisters, okay? You gotta make sure she Caucasian. Now I feel like all the women in the comments are gonna come for me. You guys are sexualizing women, and she is just sitting podcast. here and not saying anything. Like y'all listen, I her views do like not no her views do no. not align with a with our own. Motherfucker's so problematic. Oh, bro! Like, listen, we are fucking listen. We in the space. This shit cannot exist. You know what I mean? This shit cannot sustain. We're in a space where this shit literally cannot sustain. This whole idea of I have to apologize for everything. I have to do this. I have to make up. This shit cannot sustain, bro. Yeah. It's like this thing now where people feel entitled to like mm-hmm. an explanation or some type of like, like now you have to validate mm-hmm. my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like you have to acknowledge them. Yeah. And people don't have to do that. They like, don't. That's. Like when you talk, people are looking for you to say the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. can say, you can say a whole bunch of good shit. They look for that one line. Yeah. And yeah. they'll take that shit and run with it. Oh, we seen it at the live show. On the live at the live show, it was like a whole bunch of women in the audience who, who literally started to before they got full context to anything, spoke, spoke. It's that microwave shit. Mm-hmm. What happened to that slow cooker? Damn, motherfucker, be a slow cooker. <laughs> You want this microwave ass shit right now? You want me to fucking in this moment? Y'all hitting those triggers. Expl- right, and it, it, it was we was hitting it, but it's also like let me explain yeah. first though, because I can tell you, like I can say fuck all black women, right? And what the fuck, you motherfucker? But the reason why I'm saying this is because X, Y, and Z still may not be right. But at least you understand, you know. Why are we so quick to react? Yeah. At least you understand, you know. The white, that white, them white people who said white power kill all niggas and all that shit. Yeah, they were dead wrong for saying that shit. But wouldn't it have been good in that moment, or at least gave you a little closure to know why the why in it? You know, and I think a lot of times in conversation, we got to listen to the why. We too quick to dismiss, and it's it's extremes, right? Mm-hmm. It's different sides to it. It's right. it's. it's the the lower level of that or like oh whatever whatever but then it's the high level of you kill my mom and I need to explain it's all of that you know yeah. but still well I feel like a lot of times they like it's, it goes back to what I was saying like people feel entitled to those explanations and what I feel like a lot of people have to understand is that things are going to happen in life right life is not fair mm-hmm. horrible things happen to people every day mm-hmm. so why do we feel as though like like why should you get to know something more than I should. Right. Like, if something bad happened to me and something bad happened to you, why do you get to know it and I don't get to know? You know, it's like, what I had to learn is that, um, for one, as far as what I believe in is that, you know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are, you know, higher than our ways. But more importantly, it's none of our business. (laughs) Like, 
You don't need, there are certain things you just don't need to know and you're not supposed to know because a lot of times we get caught up in the why and we don't even like move forward because even when you know why, you get stuck in the why. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to just accept things for what they are. Like if somebody says something that you don't agree with and you want to understand why, that's fine to want to get understanding and knowledge and wisdom and everything else, but you can't get so caught up in that. Oh, absolutely. Like, get your understanding or get whatever, you, whatever it is that you need and then we move forward. And if you can't get it, don't harbor in that either. Yeah move forward yeah. you know yeah. so absolutely and that that's like i said and, and it's just this is specific to open forum conversation like when we sit up having an actual conversation on on these type of platforms and shit like that like you know if you want to know the why stay tuned and listen to the why and it also follows up to what you said like if you got to be able to accept the why. Yeah, be too. open to hearing the why and, and, and be okay if the why is not good enough Do you want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, like if the why doesn't suffice, you're like, you have to be okay with that. Like, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do niggas be getting on your nerves nowadays? No. Because I have one and it does not get on my nerves whatsoever. Well, I don't mean in that sense, like in a relationship type of stuff. Talking about niggas in general. Yeah. Like. Um, you better put on for your man. That's what I'm talking about. You better let them know. <laughs> Shit. Um, still no. Yeah. No. I hear the things that, you know, they be saying and stuff that they pose. I hear it and see it all. And like I said, in my mind, I understand where it comes from. Like, it makes sense to me as to where it comes from. So it's like I know that that's just the space that they're in right now. And they're still needing to go through whatever it is that they need to go through. And they may come out of it. They may not come out of it. But who's to say? So that's why I don't really go on the internet and be like, niggas is da 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 Yeah. Nah, like, because yeah. it ain't all y'all. Yeah. It's only some of y'all. Don't it feel good to, like, entertain low-level shit sometimes, though? I know we said we shouldn't, but don't it feel good sometimes? Uh, don't it feel good to know you see that white motherfucker and you know they racist. You just like, cracker out the window. <laughs> One of them. And you know that just burnt them the fuck up. And they talked about it. <laughs> I don't it feel good to entertain low-level shit? I had a situation where I had to go off on a motherfucker. And, and I said... He's trying to touch your butt? No, no, no. Let's see. Do <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> That's normal no, no, for him. No. You know, people always pinching his butt. <laughs> no. That, that How do you know this? He tell me everything. Oh. He's fucking lying. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, after I, I talk bad to a person, right? Usually I feel like... Some type of like guilt or some shit like that, but I swear I feel feel so liberated. I feel so fucking good that I did that shit, and that was a low level conversation, yeah. really low. But I felt good. Yeah, I I had to stop doing that because it was not helping me in any way, shape, right. or form. It definitely yeah. like the yeah, same. Like for me, I would actually feel guilty afterwards because I knew like I would be just doing it out of my own pride and my own emotion and just kind of like prove that you weren't finna get one over. So basically, you saying Roscoe was wrong for that. That's what it sounded like to me. No, it's not my place to say that. <laughs> I mean, well, we can say it together. If you want to. <laughs> no. I was wrong. You had other options. <laughs> yeah, and it's un and you're human. So I didn't give a damn know. about those options. Exactly. This guy had a slave on his face. <laughs> you was a slave to him in that moment. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, all right, master. <laughs> I just found that when I did it, like... It just, it wasn't becoming of me. It just uh -huh. did not leave a yeah. good look for me. And I didn't want that to be, like, I didn't want that to leave, like, a Don't bad Don't get tired of being know. a bigger person sometimes, though. Yes. <laughs> it's like, sometimes people want you to be the bigger person, but that means being somebody else punching bad. Hell yeah. Motherfucker just punching, punching, punching. You never do nothing bad. Mm-hmm. I get uh, tired of this shit. So, <laughs> I had to learn. Okay, so I've been having, like, 
work on that too. Yeah. Um, especially with like things where in my life people have, you know, dummy wrong, dirt, dummy dirty, whatever the case. And, you know, I had to do that hard challenge of like forgiveness. And y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Y'all gonna get the, mm. but there, I had a friend. I can't even believe I'm mentioning this, <laughs> but like, she did me dirty, mm. dirty, dirty. And I was pissed. I was livid. I was heated. I wanted to fight. It was a whole nine. Like, I was so, 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 so mad. And I was talking to my mom about it. And my mom and my dad were telling me, like, you know, nope, you need to forgive her. You need to forgive her. And my mom was like, actually, <laughs> the most humble thing you can do is actually go to her. And y'all going to watch right when I say this. You go to her and actually express to her, like, how you feel. But also just be like, you know what? I'm sorry, because whatever it is that made you decide to do that to me, like, that's something that's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And as your friend, maybe I should have seen that. And maybe I could have loved on you more and helped you more through that to where you couldn't have even, you didn't have the space in your heart to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you I did not want to do that whatsoever, it was very uncomfortable, very ugly. But I did it. And the moment I did it, she actually came back and, like, she took accountability for all of it. And she apologized. She's just like, you know what? This was very foul. This was the place that I was in in my life. It had nothing to do with you. And I'm sorry that, you know, my actions had you caught in the crossfire and the whole nine and stuff. So being the bigger person does suck. And that's where I was talking about the whole comfortability Mm -hmm. thing. It's more comfortable to hold on to the, you know, being pissed off yeah. and wanting to be right. You can't always try to be right about how wrong somebody is. So, like, yeah, that's 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 just you trying to be comfortable. Yeah. And the growth comes from discomfort. So. That's Dr. King level of <laughs> forgiveness. Yeah. I don't think I'll never be there. Yeah. I mean, you and Malcolm X are- I listen. <laughs> Before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm worse than him. Like, I just don't know if I ever be at that level yeah. of forgiving. And I think, man, that's great. That shit's strong as hell. Yeah. But oh, when you play amongst the devil, but sometimes. But you remember to think about how many foul things you've done to people mm. and, how, and how they forgave you for it. Yeah. I just think when you play amongst, like, the devil or the devils, per se, Sometimes you gotta either be that or be the killer of them. And it's all a part of how you decide to do that. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. That said, was the most actually. gangster shit I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a part of how you decide to do that. Oh, they're gonna try to YSL us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't got no gang signs. Yep. <laughs> but I am glad to have you on, though, Jess. It's kind of went quick. Yeah. It's kind of went quick. Listen, you are talented. Thank you. You are amazing. <laughs> you are black. You are a woman. All of those are positive things. Yeah. And I don't never want you to forget that. I don't never want you to forget that on your journey. I appreciate and that. sometimes you got to step on motherfuckers' necks out here. Yeah. Don't be so forgiving. <laughs> Let God do that for them. Let God do all that forgiving, okay? Because you got this talent that was bestowed upon you, and motherfuckers got to respect your grind and respect your talent. Oh, of course. So, step on their necks sometimes. Nice guys really do finish last. Yada, yada, so on and so forth. But anyway, again, we're glad to have you on. We are glad to have you on. We are not slaves 
to ourselves. We are not slaves to others. Skull, I don't like how you try to shit on Prince, bro. We're not slaves to our wigs either. Weirdo. The widow. One wrong flip, and that's going to be by the door. Gone. (laughs) But again, we thank you for coming on. Listen, this is the Chabati Podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.